Do you want more energy and less cravings? You might be on a blood sugar roller coaster. A lot of times when we're not balancing our blood sugar with the foods that we eat and the way we live our lives, we end up with lousy energy and those cravings to dig into candy or snacks throughout the day. Or maybe you need to work on lowering your blood sugar numbers. Maybe you've been to a doctor's appointment recently and you were told that you have elevated blood sugars or prediabetes. Or maybe you struggle with the inability to lose weight and body fat. At the time that this podcast airs, we're getting ready for our April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge. This challenge will take place inside of the Goal Getters Group. It's only $9.99 per month to join the Goal Getters Group, plus you can try it out for free with a one-week free trial. Join the April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge as we work to implement a new blood sugar balancing hack every week in April. The challenge begins on Monday, April 1st, 2024, and is a 30-day month-long challenge. We will focus on a new habit each week to habit stack and create a better blood sugar balancing routine, focusing on more protein, veggies, vinegar, and movement. Each one of these hacks is designed to improve our metabolism, create better blood sugar balance, improved energy, reduce cravings, and work to lower overall blood sugar numbers to improve our blood work too. Join the challenge to have support and accountability with the other Goal Getters members along with guidance from your registered dietitian, me, Brittany. Join the Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge by joining the Goal Getters group with the link below in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Your Life Nutrition Podcast. I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Here on the podcast, we will be answering your questions all about nutrition and wellness while breaking down nutrition misinformation and giving you the truth that you can apply to your life. We will focus on changing your habits and your mindset to help you become a healthier version of yourself and a more mindful eater. Let's ditch the diets forever, find food freedom where you can eat pizza and ice cream all without the guilt, learn how to create balanced meals and snacks, and reach your health and nutrition goals. Let's do this. Hey, I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Welcome back, Katie. Hey there. It is great to be here. I feel like it's been a minute since we have been back talking about all the good stuff. I know. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who are regular listeners, Katie and I were on, during the winter, we were like on a pretty regular schedule of recording every Wednesday night. And <laughs> since summer's been so crazy, we've kind of um, batch recorded like some episodes and we've only been meeting like every few weeks so it's been weird like not getting together and being on the mic. We used to be neighbors too and now I I moved on the other side of town. Right. But we were just talking we'll be we'll be back in no time. I keep telling everybody October 1st my life my life starts back up. (laughs) Well and the thing is like the great thing about podcasting is that you can like we're batch recording so we're you know going to record a few episodes in a row and then they'll be released but we haven't missed a beat you know I still I still uh, post one outside of the times I've been on vacation, I've taken a week off of posting, but <laughs> we've should. got them. We've got them ready to go for you guys. So in today's episode, Katie came up with this great topic about really um, talking about how to listen to and honor your cravings. So Katie, can you just tell us like what what do you crave? Like, do you typically find yourself like gravitating towards certain things when you have cravings? Absolutely. I'd say my biggest ones are, you know, the pizza, the pasta, ice cream. Those are probably my three, like really, really favorite foods. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think 
this summer especially, I have really been able to enjoy all the like really good stuff that I love because I've been to lots of family events and weddings and outings where mm-hmm. all my family favorites, you know, Slovenian sausage, all kinds of stuff, like they're there at those events, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm kind of at this point and it happened to me when I was on a bachelorette where I was like, man, I kind of feel like I OD'd. Like I'm like, I'm like, I am going past my cravings at this point, right? And not that I'm, I'm, you know, binge eating or something like that. I'm just, I felt myself not being very as excited in, yeah, as yeah. or intentional with it. And as I said, you had already had it like so many times correct. where then you were just like the novelty had kind of worn off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. What about you? What are your cravings? Yeah. I would definitely say I love chocolate and that's definitely one thing that I have like every single day pretty much. Um, whether it's adding like cacao powder to my Greek yogurt bowls or smoothies or I'm using like some dark chocolate in my protein oatmeal meal or just eating some dark chocolate. Like (laughs) I love chocolate. So that's something that I do find having every day is like super enjoyable, um, in small amounts just to kind of keep me going. But I do love ice cream. That's like a sweet that I will definitely crave. And that's something that I don't really keep around the house because I'd much rather like get it from like we have so many Same. local ice cream places that here are that so are so good. good. So I would much <laughs> rather like make it like a fun date or a family event where we're going and getting ice cream. Um, I would also love pizza, like getting pizza out or burgers, burgers and fries, like getting that out from somewhere is like another thing that I typically crave. Um, but yeah, it, it tends to be just like, you know, I feel like once a month, like those cravings start to kind of kick up and then I will realize that for a few days in a row, I'll be like, Ooh, that sounds really good. And sometimes I feel like I can satisfy the craving with just like having some bonza pizza or some like cauliflower crust pizza or, um, you know, making some burger bowls at home with like turkey burgers or like making baked fries. And then sometimes you just want the real thing and you just like want to go and get it. But like sometimes the flavor enough, like the flavor profile is enough for me. But then other times you just like really want the full the full fat, the full carb, the full everything, and it's really good and it's really like my satisfying. Cauliflower pizza versus my regular pizza. Right, right. And honestly, like I really just love the cauliflower so much. I don't. The difference doesn't really bring right. me but too sometimes much. But sometimes you I like have a desire for absolutely. Like I'm like, like a, sometimes I just want a thick crust. <laughs> yes, like, pizza, yes. And I just, or like and a I big want burger all with that. a nice bun. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I I'm with you on that. So I think um one of the things that I really like ask my clients for like to think about is do you ask ask yourself what you actually want. You know, because sometimes it's like, oh, we're going out like for a date night or going out with friends or something. And like, are you kind of like thinking about what you have a taste for? Yeah. You know, because when we do have those like fun outings, especially when maybe you don't get out all the time and that's like going to be really a special thing for you, you know, are you thinking about intentionally like what do you have a taste for? Um, Because sometimes, you know, especially if you are on like a healthy nutrition journey, it can be this like white knuckling like, oh, I should get a salad when I go out. But then if you don't really want a salad when you go out and then you order the salad, then you're left unsatisfied, then you can come home and eat other things to satisfy you because you didn't really get what you wanted in the first place. Um, similarly, if I'm really craving ice cream, I will think about like, what flavor do I really want? 
Okay. And I'll start to think about like getting, like, I'll start to think what flavor profile am I really wanting so that when I go and get that ice cream, I get the thing that I'm most excited for. And like, I know what I'll be most satisfied with because then I leave and I'm like, ah, satisfied that craving. And then the craving's gone, you know? So I think sometimes like we tend not to be super intentional with like what we're craving. And by asking yourself what you actually want could be really helpful. I've even um, encouraged clients to keep a craving journal. So if you notice that you come home from work and you're like, oh, pizza sounds really good. But maybe you don't have plans for pizza that night. Maybe you already prepped dinner, you're eating leftovers, you can't, you know, busy schedule, whatever. Um, you know, write down that craving you had. See yes. if it comes back tomorrow. We used to do that together. Yes, I know. We did. And yeah. I yeah, and I do say I I love that and I know that tactic so well. And right. It's, it's not that great. you have to write it down anymore, no, but you, no, no, when you but were like, in the coaching great, program, yes. I love to go back and... Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great because you just... Yeah, because it really, especially when you've struggled with like binge and emotional eating mm-hmm. and you ate a lot of things like mindlessly. Right. It's so cool to really get in touch with like, what is my body actually wanting right now? And then again, like when you are planning a date night or night out with friends or whatever, and maybe you have some control over like, yeah, they're asking you, Hey, where do you want to go to eat? Like we were just talking before we started uh, recording, like, you know, sometimes we get really amped for pizza and we had our pizza. And then three days later, your friends are like, let's go out for pizza. And you're like, I just had pizza. And you're just like, not as excited about it so tell me like yes what you've thought about those situations no and well it's so funny too like me and my roommate like we ordered chinese like the one night and um it's like it's i was really craving it Mm -hmm. and i like always saw like what she got and stuff like that and i would look at it and i would be like i would be like oh my gosh that looks so good and then i decided to like randomly order something random off the menu because i was like well maybe it's like this is what i'm expecting and then i got it and i was kind of like I was like, I don't know. Like, I wasn't, I was like, I should have just got what she got. Do you know what I mean? It was like one of those situations. But, like, as far as goes, like, where, like, you know, my, you know, my my friends or whatever, if, like, I'm going out for pizza, if I'm going out, um, like, just even, like, burgers and stuff like that, because those are the foods to me where I'm like, oh, this tastes so good. This Mm -hmm. is, like, the stuff that I like to get out, right? Yeah. Um... I guess lately what I've been thinking of is, like, you kind of have to, like, divert in your head, like, a little bit. Like, you kind of have to be, like, okay, I know in my heart this is, like, what's going to kind of set me back on track, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the other week I literally straight up was, like, I need to go to the grocery store. Normally... I'd like to say I'm a grocery shopper weekly, bi-weekly. This summer has been so crazy. I know I've been seeing the blues probably about on this podcast about it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but I really do say you have to force yourself to reset. And, like, you may mess up the next week, and you may not be back to that reset. Like, this, like last week I was really good. This week I'm kind of like, uh, it's just... It's just been stressful, right? But in your mind, when you do that and you have that reset and you say, I'm going to intentionally go to the grocery store and I'm going to Mm -hmm. intentionally divert a conversation to say like, hey, you know what? I need a veggie with the side if you're out with your friends. Mm -hmm. You know what, guys? You know, why don't we order like, you know, green beans or whatever with the with the side of chicken like instead mm-hmm. of having like the potato or something like that mm-hmm. it's just those small decisions that i'm not saying like are going to make you lose weight by any means mm-hmm. that's why i'm not doing it i'm saying i'm doing this because intentionally like i know i'm not going to crave p- 
pizza every single day of my life. I know I'm not going to crave a burger, um, a big mm-hmm. blizzard from Dairy Queen or something every single day of my life. So it's kind of like you kind of have to bring yourself back to that food journal, back yeah. to those decisions and say, okay, like what – why am I doing this? I'm just, I'm stressed. I'm going through the motions. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not being intentional and, and it's okay to have phases and seasons of that. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, I think what this summer has been for me, but I brought this up to Brittany because I just was like, I'm feeling this so deeply and so badly right now that I gotta, I gotta like turn my boat around. Yeah. Well, so two things that I recognize in, our conversation right now. So for those of you listening who maybe haven't tuned in before, Katie used to be one of my clients because she had come to me struggling with binge eating and struggling with her relationship with food. And we've thankfully turned that around and you are just thriving (laughs) and not binging anymore. You're like... What, two and a half years been free at this point? Wow. That's pretty crazy. So freeing, right? So freeing. I love it. So two things out of that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but but you're intentional. Yeah, Yeah. you're intentional about it. So two things, though. You said, like, of course, I'm not going to crave, you know, pizza or burger or ice cream every night. That didn't used to be you. No. Because... I was. You were restricting those foods. And so all you thought about was the pizza, the burger, and the ice cream that you wouldn't allow yourself to have on a regular basis. Those were binge foods. Like, you would uh, eventually give in because you're like, it's been so long since I've had it. And then you ate way too much and felt awful and guilty and nasty and just, like, wanted to reset and restart and just, like, okay, I'm getting back on track sort of thing. But it was because you didn't have a healthy relationship with food. It's because you didn't know how to honor your body and what it was asking for. And so in all that, it's amazing because now that you've actually, like, relinquished all of that and you've learned to incorporate those foods on a regular basis, you don't have those cravings for it anymore. And so I've worked with people before where we talk about food freedom and they're like, Brittany, so you're, what you're saying is like, I can have pizza every single day. And I'm like, sure. Yeah. And they're like, but that would be so bad for my health. And I'm like, okay, really try go eating pizza every single day. You're not going to want it every single day. Like it's just, so again, that's why food freedom works because sure. Okay. Maybe for a couple days in a row, you're like pizza, pizza, pizza. This is so exciting. And then you realize like my body doesn't feel that good or like, I don't really want this anymore. And then novelty wears off. And so it's like, we want what we can't have. And so again, like if you're really struggling with cravings, I want to encourage you to think about like do you allow yourself to eat these foods without guilt that's amazing do you allow yourself to eat these foods do you allow yourself that food freedom and really make foods neutral of like they're not good or bad they're just food because katie has come such a long way in her nutrition journey that now she can actually listen to her cravings and say like you know what i've had fries several days in a row or i've had fries actually, a lot that's this been week a big one too that right. happened to me in michigan i was in michigan this past weekend sorry story time no, you're right. <laughs> i was laughing so hard because so two of my well one of my really good friend that I grew up with, him and his fiance, they're getting married in September. Anyways, so I went up to go visit them in Michigan and um, we had gotten like, you know, home fried potatoes and, you know, I think the night before that there maybe was like another frying mix or something like that. So then like during the day we were at a car show, my friend was like, oh, do you want some of these fries I had ordered? And I was like, dude, I was like, I'm I'm fried out. (laughs) They look fantastic. Like, and I was, like, I had my hand, like, so close to grabbing one. And I was like, no, like, 
I've had my potato fill for the day. Like, yeah. And those are the, and this is a beautiful conversation we're having because yeah. I used to be so polar opposite. And now I'm right. to it would, it would be like, oh, oh for as many for, days in a row not, that you were yeah. like allowing yourself right, to like right. give in. And like now you could actually like intuitively listen to your body and be like, nah, I'm good. Like that yeah. doesn't even like, they may look appetizing, but it doesn't really sound good to my body. Right. A week from now. And that's and, a thing. Yeah, like yeah. we live in such a privileged society and culture where food is always accessible is. and you can always get it in another time. And I've had these conversations with other clients too, where it's like, you know, they used to really struggle binge eating on like mini Reese cups. And then they got to the point where they're like, I could go buy Reese cups at a gas station in two seconds. Yeah. You know, like why do I need to binge on them? Like they're going out of style, you know, and that I'm never going to be able to get my hands on them again. Cause that's just not true. So Again, getting to the point where when you allow yourself like that craving, like, oh, I really want fries. Okay, awesome. And then you have the fries and then like the next day at dinner, like they're not even as appealing and you're like, oh yeah, I would really rather have some chicken and some green beans because that's like actually what sounds a lot better. And so I think it's just important to recognize like, you know, are you trying to rely on willpower to manage your cravings? Because if you're trying to rely on willpower, that probably means you're being too restrictive. Like if you're like trying to white knuckle it and say like, nope, you're trying to be super good and you have goals and like you can't have these fries. You know, we want what we can't have. When you tell a kid that they can't have a cookie before dinner, what are they going to think about? They're going to want it more. If you give it to them before dinner, then they're going to just kind of like, okay, the next day maybe they'll want it again, but eventually, no. Right. So if you're having a craving for a particular food, you get to decide whether or not you'll be happy with that decision after the fact, right? So again, it's not to guilt yourself into eating the food or not, but again, like if you've already had something or, you know, it just doesn't sound that good to you or, you know, I've been places before too where I had my mind made up, like I'm going to get a burger and fries and then I see somebody order one and I'm like, mm that doesn't look like the fries I want, you know, or like that doesn't look, and then I'll change my mind and be like, you know, I can get fries another day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, so you can even pivot in those moments. But again, if you don't allow yourself that food freedom, I know for myself, it was like, right. I know for myself, like years ago, it'd be like, oh, I'd be at like a college function with pizza and I would be, I would never allow myself pizza. So it was Same. like, I would eat that pizza and I'd be like, this isn't even that good, but I would like eat it because I would never allow myself to have it. So now it's like, in a sense, you almost like kind of want to be a food snob. Like, yeah. in a sense, like not, not to be mean or rude and that to sound like self-righteous or anything, but like if something doesn't seem good to you and it's don't not appealing, it. don't I, eat I it. Your taste buds matter. Yeah. Like you're not, if you're going to be eating that food just to eat it, just cause it's there, you're not going to be left satisfied. You're probably going to go eat a bunch of other stuff just to satisfy you and fill that right. satisfaction. And then it's just like, it just defeats a purpose. So really the answer here is like, if you are craving something, think about like, are you truly hungry for that food or do you have an emotional desire too? Like I know there's times where I really am wanting to snack and it'll be like at the end of the night, you know, maybe Gianna was like, really fussy before bed and it's just like I get to the end of the night and it's just like I'm not hungry but I want a snack and I actually have like really tried to stop myself to be like am I actually truly hungry I like tune into the hunger scale and like am I actually really hungry right now or am I just like 
drained? drained. Am I stressed? Yeah. Am I, I emotional? Mouth, right. And it's, you know, we are human and like emotionally eating is like a natural human response, but we just don't want it to be our every time reaction. And so I have caught myself to be like, you know what? I actually really just need to go to bed right now. Or you know what? I actually, my body's just craving some self care right now and some rest. So I'm going to go take a bath or like a long shower, you know? Mm -hmm. And that, then I like get done with that. I'm like, oh yeah, I wasn't hungry. Like, so I think you know, we talk about cravings for particular foods. We talk about, you know, am I emotionally craving something? Because again, that emotional craving may not be food. It may be some sort of other self-care. One of the best quotes I actually have it written on my uh, on my desk right now, a client had shared with me like a quote she almost kind of came up with is, my self-care is not found in the kitchen. And I thought that was so good because that was like a huge breakthrough for her to just realize that like, you know, those Oreos that like she kept wanting night after night were not actually something that she was actually craving. She was just going for it because she wanted to like feel comfort. And then she realized that the comfort was so short lived, but actually the comfort she had in like, you know, reading a book or watching a show or talking to a friend on the phone or journaling or something was just like so much longer lasting than like that moment of eating. And, um, so I thought that was just really cool. So, um, I think the other thing I wanted to bring up too, in regards to cravings is that if you're experiencing a craving, um, know that that craving and that urge to eat something, it's really an urge. So an urge is actually just a vibration in your body. And it may just be kind of an emotion. Like nothing is actually urges to do things. We have yeah, we have urges to maybe swear or like do other things that maybe are destructive and like we shouldn't right. do those things, but we don't act on them. But like, yeah, why is it like right? But like, why is it that like we are like so quick to respond to food? I think it's just access. Like you, I think you nailed yeah. it earlier. Mm-hmm. I do think it's access, and I think it's just because mm-hmm. like. Think about it when you're a kid, you know, I mean, you grew up in a household where your mom maybe was like a good cook or she just loved yeah. to have that pantry stocked or maybe it was a nan or a grandma or whatever. Yeah. It's just like you've always had access in ways that are just like it's there. And yeah. I, so I think kind of, you know, figuring out what works for you. Yes. And um, there's so many outbreaks that we could go into with this topic. And I think, too, it's like. You don't think, you wouldn't think that you have to communicate when it comes to food, right? But I think it's important to talk to your friends and your family and the people that you're going um, and out with and like just, you know, when you're going out with all your friends and stuff, you really want to make it clear that like, hey, like this is what works for me and all that kind of stuff because I know we've all been in those situations where, you know, it's, I think it's hard to say no to certain foods, right? Like in a, in a way of like saying like, no, I'm not craving it. Right. Right. And so I think just like having that communication with yourself, like in your mind Mm -hmm. and with the people around you, you could be with your coworkers. Yeah. You could be with anybody and anyone. And like, you just have to be able to kind of navigate through that. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, we're yeah, so a just place, but oh, for sure. And again, just like you know, there might be donuts in the break room at work, but like if those, if they're not from a place that's super satisfying to you, or maybe there's not a flavor there that you really want. Like I tell my clients all the time, like just because just because like there's a treat you cross paths with doesn't mean that has to be the treat that you choose to have. Like, yeah, it could be so easy to just be like 
falling into the peer pressure of eating just because everyone else is. But like when you're truly honoring your cravings, like you can choose when you decide to eat those things or not. And again, just deciding like, are you going to be happy with that decision after the fact? Or again, that urge you might have to give in just because everyone else is giving into that particular food item. Again, like if we talk about the donuts at work situation, like remember that an urge is literally just a vibration in your body. Nothing bad is actually happening to you. And you have to learn to breathe through that urge. You need to learn to breathe through that situation. Sometimes it means like removing yourself from the food zone, like I call it, you know, so whether that's a party or a get together or even at your own house at the end of the night when things are stressful, like after you put the kids to bed or kids are fighting with you or you've had a stressful day or whatever, like it's sometimes you do have to remove yourself from the situation to be able to think rationally about like how you're going to proceed. But again, like just it's important to learn how you can manage your cravings on your own. So again, you know, it's finding healthy outlets for any stress or emotions that you're facing. It is learning, okay, that it is okay and totally a sustainable way to reach your health goals of like actually enjoying those things that you crave, you know? So for me, I love planning outings with my husband to go out to dinner to a place that we've talked about going or going out for ice cream with my family, like getting the foods that I really do love and enjoy and even having a little bit of chocolate every day because I love chocolate and that's a way that I'm able to manage my sweet tooth, you know? So I think it's important for you to learn specifically like how you can manage your cravings without your cravings controlling you. How have you learned to manage your cravings the best? Uh, Yeah, a lot of things. (laughs) I think uh, currently it's really just a lot of like voices in my head that I mm-hmm. talk to myself a lot. Like, it sounds mm-hmm. kind of funny, but I I just can't stress enough. It's a constant conversation within my head, and it's yeah. a healthy one. It's yeah, not like, good. It's not like a binge kind of conversation where it's like it's a lot of It's not guilting like or anything, yeah. Just it's positive. It's really positive. It's like, ooh, it's like happy and positive and cheerful. It's like, okay, so I'm going here tonight, but do I want this, and do I want to do this, and then Thursday, I think I'm going there, and I, and again, I mean, I, you just kind of have to like have those, like those thoughts go through your head and say, yeah, this is good, this is good, and heck, I have those thoughts too where it's like I happen to come across something where maybe it's like you have this food a couple days in a row, right? That's okay. Like, mm-hmm. you you do have to be in a moment, and I've realized this in life, where, like, something's got to give. Yeah. You can't be in a constant state of, you know, you could, right? Like, I think if I didn't have, if I didn't have sometimes have, you know, uh, the schedule I'm on or this mm-hmm. I'm on or that you could name a million things right? right and like maybe you wouldn't feel so go 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 at in the morning maybe you'd slow down for breakfast right but also finding ways to slow down for breakfast like the past week I was like you know what I gotta make sure I go to the grocery store get my protein bars get mm-hmm. my yogurt pack it in my bag for work so that right. way I'm eating breakfast like, and that's and yeah we didn't all, even hit yeah, on, we didn't that, even but hit on that but if you're struggling with cravings later in the day it's probably because you didn't eat enough earlier in the day so that's another yeah. really great point to manage those cravings so 
Wow, this was what we said was going to be a short episode, but we just <laughs> we had so much to say, right. as I we always it do. Because it's like, it's something that is just past, it's past, present, and future, and exactly. I think you can always be improving and working on it. Oh, for sure. Yep. It, like you said, it is kind of like a constant dialogue, because you're always going to be presented with different eating situations and different foods that are exciting to you, and maybe ones that aren't. So for sure. it's important to know how to, you know, navigate these situations so you don't feel like, again, food is controlling you. So we hope that you found this information to be helpful. We'll continue to release a new podcast episode together every other week, and we'll talk to you soon. Do you struggle with figuring out what foods to eat and how to meal plan? Maybe it's stress or emotional eating, not feeling comfortable in your clothes, feeling overwhelmed with weight gain, or maybe you need to lower your blood pressure, blood sugar, or cholesterol. If you answered yes to any of those questions, I would love to help you. To learn more about working with me, either one-on-one or to join our private accountability group called the Goal Gutters Group, head to my website, www.yourlifenutrition.org. If you want to have a free discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit to work together, fill out the coaching application and I will contact you to set up our call and we can see which option would work best for you. On the Your Life Nutrition website, you will also find recipes, testimonials, and other blog posts that you might find helpful on your journey. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to follow along with more things Your Life Nutrition, you could check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Your Life Nutrition, where I love to post daily inspiration to help you become a healthier version of yourself.